Welcome to episode 61 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and I'm your show host. I'm excited to be talking about the law of attraction and how to manifest the man of your dreams, both single and in a relationship edition, because I certainly have the man of my dreams. Thank you so much for being here as well. Your listens and support really mean so much to me. And if you're a new listener or a returning listener, please give the show a five-star rating and turn on the podcast post notifications so you don't miss an episode on whatever podcast platform you use. Something I have been incredibly big on this year is goal setting and manifesting. They're very similar, but manifesting has a lot more to do with quantum physics, as Dr. Joe Dispenza would highlight. And goal setting sometimes can feel like such a struggle. So being able to attract them more effortlessly through the power of manifestation, which does include recognizing when you're not on the right frequency to receive what you want. And if done correctly, you should feel physically moved by your visualizations, not just the goal, as you might list it in your quarterly review. So I started manifesting goals as young as 14. Manifestation is the practice of your dreams coming alive. I wanted to win an award. I wanted to be a representative. I wanted to um, get a certain like score on tests and I manifested all of them. And I really believed that I was going to get them and I got them. I got my awards. I got my representative leader roles and I've got the scores that I wanted. And when I was 18, I read this book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And basically that book was about the law of attraction and how whatever you believe is what you will attract into your life. So if you think you deserve a pay rise, you will ask for it and believe in yourself enough to work towards it. Maybe even telling the boss, you know, you're worth for it and really selling yourself for it. You might not get it but you have the ability to work towards it. So it opens opportunity, opens a door. If you think you will have no money for a family or there's no good people in this world, you will always attract no money and not great people because you won't believe in money or seek help to get more, nor try to see the good in other people. Can you kind of see the pattern here? This episode is really about getting what you want. And when I do manifest good things happening to me and for me, I receive so much good, even when it's not how I pictured or how I planned, because it's just pointing me in another or better direction. And sometimes you don't see in that moment and it becomes a bit of a, why did this happen to me? And then you need to reflect on why it's happening for you. And yes, it all sounds a bit woo woo, but when you can reframe why does this keep happening to me? I'm so over this into what can I learn from this and how can I kind of create a better experience from this experience I really didn't like? It allows you to shape your own like life way better. So it's really magical when things do come true. It's almost like a sunset with the stars shining over you or a valley surrounded by mountains. I definitely love nature and I really feel in awe of nature. And when I sit in nature, I feel kind of a lot smaller and my perception of myself and things is different. So I feel like when you're able to create something for yourself, it's about you. And then like having this powerful process of self-development is self-love and it's powerful and we need to tap into that way more. So manifesting the man of your dreams is also part of this today because like in order to be a better version of you and have a better partner or attract a better person in your life, you also need to step into your power and being able to believe in yourself and shape yourself for the person you want to be is important 
in getting what you want too. You can't just want to lose 10 kilos, but not actually change the habits around that, which we've talked about in other episodes, but, and we're not going to talk about changing habits. We are really going to be talking about manifesting it. Now, I love setting goals, and this isn't just goal setting. This is truly stepping into your power as a woman and defining exactly what you want to attract in your life and actually already feeling it in your life. So we'll start at the beginning. Step one is about before you start manifesting. You need to know what you want and what you don't want. Now, this might look like a list of goals you want to achieve per month or every three months or in a year, let's say, and you will need to review these things that you hit targets or you don't. But you need to know what it is that you're looking for. So, yeah, what do you want to achieve? You need to be clear and ask for it. So not just I want more money. Maybe, you know, I want to make an extra $200 per week from selling my clothes online. Just an example. It's specific. It tells you exactly how much money you want to make and the activity that you're going to do to do that. Two things I would do would be saying it out loud and writing it. Um, The most important thing you can do is write it and say it because you need to start believing in it and beginning that process of this will work. Whenever I set monthly goals, I do read them out loud and I kind of, you know, when you say something out loud and it doesn't make sense, this is what we don't want with your journaling. We'd want to make sure that you're vibing with what you're writing because if you're not, you're not connecting with it. And then if you're not connecting with it, you don't believe in it. You don't actually have any ownership of it. And therefore you no longer care. You probably forget about it. You look back in a diary or you find a piece of paper where you wrote what you want. And you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to do that. That never happened. Haha. And move on. So, and then continue that cycle of disappointment. So step number two, which kind of leads into what we're doing, uh, is you must believe in it to receive it and make it your mission to seek out others who have achieved it and praise and admire these individuals, look for them for inspiration who have achieved that because being able to connect with others brings you up. You are starting to command a feeling and a sense of worthiness to this goal. If you don't believe in it, you won't receive it, which is where step three comes in, but we're not done with step two. If you feel scared by your goal, it may be too ambitious right now. And that's okay. You might need to start smaller and that's perfectly fine. It's a stepping stone to the overarching goal of what you want. You know, success doesn't come super easy for, you know, business owners. I can't create a company if I haven't even got customers. So I got to build a small business first. You know, and the other thing I want to talk about this actually was envy. It's not a bad thing. You know, it's showing you what you want or like to have. And sometimes this can kind of set our goals of what we want it's a really key indicator of what you would like in your life. So if you're not really sure what you want, a really easy way of that is looking at what you're potentially envious of in other people, looks, things, um, activities, relationships, you know, what do you see as goals essentially? So when you feel envious, channel that energy as praise for the people you see winning at what you also want to do and want to have. You can ask for advice, you can network, you get to learn from these people instead of being bitter and like kind of selfish in your own way. You can network with them and start to figure out how you want to achieve it. Um, And it allows you to kind of learn from their mistakes, maybe. And that's a perfect way to get closer to your goal and start believing in yourself. Like, oh, I won't do it this way. I'll start doing it that way. And that accelerates the process, you know, because you can't attract things when you're in an envious cycle. It usually sounds like, why can't I have that? 
Why isn't life so easy for me like that? And this screams that you no longer believe in yourself or think you're worthy of those goals, which links to my last point, receiving it. Feel it and action things. If you want more money, you need to be doing better work, asking for a pay rise or when that's possible so you can start the process of getting what you want and starting to feel it happening and feeling it change. If you want to lose 10 kilos, you need to start acting and behaving as if Mary was 10 kilos lighter already. Because would Mary, who is 10 kilos lighter, be lazy and not go to the gym? Probably not. Mary, who's 10 kilos lighter, has changed a lot in her behaviors and actions to achieve that. So she wants to sustain that. And if that's you and what you want, you also need to be doing that and feeling that at your own beginner level. If you want to date good people, Ask for what you want. Set your attentions. Be honest. Be clear. Don't play games. Stop using people for sex and maybe people will stop that with you. Like I'm being really pretty honest here. You need to really step into character as if you had a partner as well, which I'll discuss more very soon, which is exciting stuff. And I love this stuff because whenever I want something like a certain amount of income, I'm not just creating stuff out of thin air. I'm not just creating these random numbers. I actually put my head down and figures out. Um, sorry, I put my head down and I figure out what that will look like, you know, in numbers and what do I have to do? What does my staff need to do? What do I want to achieve out of this? And I start creating a bit more of a story because if I can make X amount, then what can I offer my clients more freely? What can I do with my time more freely? What can I get a resource in? Can I pay my staff more? What can I access to grow my business, ladies that lift? It's more than just numbers. Like I said before, it's about a story and I'm taking in into consideration other things and everything else that revolves around what I can do with money and the income that I like. And then I start to really believe it and I really feel it and I really want it even more because I get to help others better and more successfully. You know, I think you have to deep dive into these kind of things better, guys. Like it's not just wanting to talk about, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos or I want more money. Like you need to understand what it's going to give you. Why, why is that important to you? Um, it might not just be about growing a business. It might not be about, um, you know, having savings or being able to travel. It might just be that you want an extra hundred dollars a week to yourself to not feel like you can't pay your rent. Like it's, it's simple. You need to, you need to have some goals, people, people. (laughs) Like if you're not having goals, I really feel like you're vibrating at a really low frequency. And that is kind of in that lazy, I'm not good enough, unworthy state. And it's very stagnant. And I mean, like, look, I can sit here and I can podcast and talk to you about not being lazy and not being stagnant. And we're all going to have moments where we don't feel great, but don't live in that state. And I just, I don't want you to make you feel bad for not doing stuff and creating goals, but I do want you to like step up, like set a goal list. Okay. You have a bad day. It's not a bad week. Like life is good. Life is pretty, life is pretty damn good. So let's deep dive a bit more into manifesting the man of your dreams. Now, a little bit of background. At 14, you would have found me cutting out pictures from magazines, sticking them in my notebook and making collages of things I liked. You would have found a lot of Zac Efron (laughs) fashion and a bunch of cool travel destinations. At some point, I wanted a boyfriend and it's so embarrassing to talk about this. Like, it's so cringe, but it's worth it. Like, trust me. So I wanted a boyfriend. And at 16, I made a list of things that I wanted in a boyfriend. I listed like basic things. He has to be funny, smart, tall, kind, sporty, etc. Just to name a few things. I attracted exactly that basic and a whole bunch of things I didn't like either. 
relationships are interesting and I think I've always been quite relationship inclined. Now, I don't count these early ones as partners, but I do count them as experiences. And I'm sure you can also relate with other experiences you've had in your life too that have shaped you. And these things begin shaping you and what love and relationships look like, not just watching your parents' relationships, watching your friends' relationships and the ones you've been in. Now, if you reflect on your life, you may see patterns and it's very important that you're self-aware enough when it comes to dating or your current relationship status, if you are single or in a relationship. You can't attract a partner nor change the circumstances of your relationship if you don't understand the role you also play in it, because if the same thing keeps occurring, there's something you need to change. If you don't want a red flag in your life, you also can't be a walking red flag. Okay, (laughs) so I reintroduced this concept to my best friend back in April. She's quite spiritual like me, and it's always nice to have someone you can kind of talk about this stuff with. It's fun. And we were talking about relationships and I was encouraging her to open up a bit more about what she wanted and what she didn't want. There's no special formula for this, but the key theme I'm really going to come back to is feeling and believing like you're worthy of receiving the love you deserve and stop with the I don't know, I don't know. It's not helping. It's not helpful and it's not a direction. If you're not attracting the right partner or not enjoying your relationship currently, you need to ask yourself where in your life can you improve too? What in you is lazy? What in you is complacent? What in you is confusing? What is working? What is not working? What energy in you is sucking joy from your life? What is your or you know our love languages can also help create a better understanding of the needs required to affirm and reassure your relationship is together and a union you need to ask these questions so you can work on them um, dating or in a relationship the law of attraction works with both positive and negative experiences we are all matter and energy at the end of the day so if you're holding grudges and angry about your life your man the guys that aren't texting you back you're probably going to keep attracting that kind of gross energy through your day-to-day experiences I'm going to start with those of you who are single and want to attract your dream guy like I have. This will also intertwine with us in relationships and the singles wanting to listen to the in relationship part. This will all be really helpful at the end of the day. So do keep listening. Firstly, for the single ladies, you need to be clear with your intentions. Step one. This is step one of the law of attraction. Ask for what you want. Now, on my Tinder profile, I had something like this. I don't remember the exact like words, but I think it was this cute, sometimes psycho. Abs are nice, but manners are better. Be a gentleman, ask a girl out. Now, this set the tone of most of my interactions on Tinder, the last and final, thank God, time I went on it. And I count my blessings because I did seriously manifest an amazing man. Now, if James does listen to this episode, I apologize in advance for what he's going to hear. I had guys wanting to take me out almost every weekend for a bit. And I wasn't going out on a lot of dates. I was like quite selective with who I was going out with. And like, I didn't really want a lot of sexual energy because I think if you want to attract a partner, ladies that are single, this is for single ladies. This was when I was single. (laughs) It's just, you're not wanting to look for that one time thing because then it's just a cycle of crap as simple. I'm just going to leave it at that. So before I just had in my profile, something pretty boring. So the original first time I said I wasn't going to jump on dating apps ever again i had looking for my six foot thicky which is short and sweet for send me a gym junkie and that was just an open door for like completely wrong intentions and 
I feel like this is a great comparison because you can see how what I asked for um, is what I got, um, where I asked for manners and a, and a date, like someone to actually take me out. And I appreciated the, the date I had with James where he took me out and he had he opened the door to the car for me, which kind of failed because it was locked. But, you know, I love I love the effort. <laughs> and he was just really sweet and yeah, it was nice. It was a nice date. Like I felt comfortable. He was making conversation. It was flowy. It wasn't just hands and eyes. You know what I mean? So firstly, ask when you go on a date, set up the attendance early. I'm pretty sure I asked James in the car as he picked me up to go on the date, um, like what his intentions were like within 20 minutes. (laughs) Mm. Um, and most guys, if ladies, if you're interested in a guy, ask for your intent, like ask it for his intentions, because if they answer it, you've got your answer. If they avoid it, you've also got your answer. If they make another question out of it, like sarcasm and kind of throwing it back on you, there's another kind of red flag. Do they sincerely answer it? And do you trust it? Like don't make excuses for some of the confusing answers. If it made you confused, they are confused and they probably don't want anything more period if they are unclear with (laughs) what they mean and you are unclear like with where they stand take it as if they're not interested leave it as that i think sometimes ladies you know if you're going back from a date and you're thinking oh maybe he meant this maybe he'd come around maybe you know he'll message me in the morning he hasn't messaged me yet just cut the shit he probably doesn't want to take it any further you know after the date that I had with James we were in the car as he took me home he's like hey do I have your number and I was like oh no no I don't actually have your number we just had Instagram and he literally had my number and texted me as soon as I got like in the door was like um I think he said hey it's James had a great night or something like that had a good night with you and I was like wow like okay this this guy's keen like he's interested like what guy would do that if he wasn't really keen so um like take this as a bit of word of gold from me (laughs) you either move on if he's not giving you what you want and not showing up as a partner in crime with you or you can keep attracting that kind of shit energy which leads me to the juicy part as well if you keep allowing this flaky ghosting gaslighting energy into your life it will keep happening so ask for what you want both in journal and on tinder if you want to meet someone organically this is the same like journal your needs and your wants then when someone interacts with you get to know them set out your intentions at some point when you feel is necessary i think online dating just fast tracks this a lot more there's really no hiding that so single ladies to attract the right man my single friends you also want to behave in a way that is not so 2022 single and by that i mean stop entertaining the person you actually don't really want or that is confusing you we have all probably had an experience where you're just not that into him or maybe just not that he's not that into you and you just keep playing a dance like uh, cat and mouse because you want attention or you feel lonely or maybe you're trying to feel a void like i personally would suggest you stop this and just focus on yourself If you don't want red flags, like I said, you also can't be a walking red flag either. You can gain so much from learning to just self-satisfy the body and mind and soul of your own than trying to avoid being bored and trying to keep yourself entertained with this YOLO mindset. So that's the end of that. And I hope for you single ladies, you got a lot out of that because it is some words of wisdom and I feel like it has really helped me like 
get into a relationship with someone who is very secure, healthy, and like just on another level. Like I cannot explain it. So for us relationship queens or in new relationships or long-standing ones, my tips and tricks for attracting the good in it because they're not perfect. Like relationships and dating is not perfect. It's tricky. It's a little bit complicated sometimes. It can be messy and that's fine. It's normal. Um, It's about the ability for you two to come together after something's happened or that's something that you don't like and how you both respond to each other that is more important because sometimes these things actually make you come together and make you stronger so just a little bit about my relationship I did meet James on tinder and it was an incredible date and ever since then we've pretty much been inseparable James is literally my dream man he's a breath of fresh air and there have been highs and lows like I said before He's very secure within himself, which, ladies, is so satisfying to be around because he's not toxic and he's not volatile. He's very masculine, and that also means he can hold my feminine energy really, really well. And I've never met a man who has been able to do that so well. And it means I get to relax around him because he's also a carer. He's very nurturing, and his nature is to also lead, direct, and take charge. And ladies, it's hot. And a hot tip, you need to let your man do things for you because if he wants to do it or he says he's going to get it or he says he's going to like, I'll do it, let him do it. He needs to feel wanted and like he's also useful. A true man really does like that. Um, Otherwise, you turn into the mum. You turn into the nagging, annoying girlfriend. And I promised myself in this relationship I would not turn into that. Um, If your man isn't doing things that you like or there's issues, talk about them as a team. And like I have a bit of some I have some prompts that I've kind of just created on the spot now that I think is kind of helpful. So you need to talk as a unit. Firstly, you know, I've just made some general general prompts. Let me just read them out. We're a team. Can you please help me with this? I've had such an exhausting day. Can I talk to you about what happened? I really appreciate your advice. I love how you listen to me. Thank you. I like when you set the wine glasses out on Sundays for us at dinner. Shout out to James. I feel so attracted to you when you open doors for me. Shout out to James. I love when you take me out once a week to dinner or a drive. It makes me feel more connected to you. Like you need to also compliment what he does well. So you manifest the good. And this is where the manifesting comes into a um, relationship that you're in. You do need to compliment the good to create more of it. When you tell him what you like, you're allowing him to know, I like when you do this for me and I want you to do more of it. And it's a good like little nudge in the right direction. Like this makes me attracted to you. This makes me feel good when you do this. And it's never really gone wrong for me. I don't really feel like it has. If you only negative Nancy him and we all have tendencies to do this. We're not perfect. Ah, you never help me. You never, you always choose your boys over me. You listen, you don't listen to me. Why don't you ever put the washing on? You know, especially if you live together. (laughs) Um, This just reminds you of your mum, doesn't it? And it's not, it's not a good vibe. It's not fun. (laughs) Like I get it's going to come up sometimes where you might just be in that moment where you're just annoyed, but you need to kind of bring it back in before that happens. You know, if it happens a few times and you've asked him a couple of times in a healthy way, 
and things aren't changing all right like you need to sit down and talk about it properly um, because you're both going to get annoyed at each other and you're not going to communicate better as time goes on some things and some prompts i've just literally made up again on the spot is like hey we're a team can you please do the washing on thursdays when you're home and then i can hang them up fridays when i'm home like i guess this is kind of like that living together dynamic i think it's like healthy to help each other in this way um hey can we make one day night date night per week i know we live together but i don't feel like we get quality time together can we spend that one night a week together going out on a date to dinner or a drive or whatever um and another one i feel like when i talk about my day you're on your phone and it seems like you don't care i want to connect with you more and i would love it if we could actually talk without the phones these are clear they're certainly not super easy to remember on the spot but these are conversations you have before that breaking boiling point where things kind of get out of proportion. And I feel like this keeps the love and chemistry alive, especially when you're in that long-term relationship. Speaking clearly without getting into arguments creates a good environment and in sync feeling with your partner. I get you. I know what your needs are. So when like, maybe there's a date night one week, he has to reschedule. He tells you maybe... A week before which is actually a lot of time hey babe um, the boys have organized this or I've got this event on for work or whatever he's given you notice and isn't that nice like that he's actually taken you into consideration a week ahead it's kind of nice when a man does that whether he does that you know a week earlier or maybe a day earlier you know this isn't a Disney movie right like you know we can't just expect our partners to give us this dream fairy tale life but the fact that he remembered and let you know it is worthy of being grateful for rather than getting to the day and being like where are you like are we having date night tonight and he's not there um and this is kind of a situation where you know you probably have kind of set these rules a bit more of a marriage kind of situation too i think you know in marriage i was listening to something about jordan b peterson a long time ago and i remember him saying you need to have in a marriage you need to set sometimes because you live together and you end up kind of becoming this roommate situation and it's not fun anymore so you do need to have about 90 minutes he said of like non-sexual um talking and just talking about your day talking about life talking about things that you need help with and then one minimum a minimum of one day night a week two is even better he said i remember that being exact words i can probably put his um the youtube video i watched that in I'll find it because I have it in my histories and stuff. I do save things, things that I find it super interesting. Anyway, so it's worth being grateful for the effort that he puts in and saying thank you or telling, you know, for telling me in advance, you know, you can go spend time with your friends, your family, your dad, you can go get an appointment, your nails done, your hair, maybe laser, whatever. You can go to the gym, you can invite friends over while he's out, like, there's so much energy in this isn't this a good dynamic like this manifestation of a healthier communication healthier relationship it's powerful it's fun it's got energy it's exciting it feels good to be able to grow as a couple and you do need to grow and evolve as time goes on things aren't perfect that's fine that's normal but i hope what you're feeling is like a sense of opportunity to grow and if you can create this space where you communicate in a non-judgmental and forgiving space things can really flourish there's been so many times i've said my sorries because i've been in the wrong and so i i should like taking ownership for your own actions ladies is a big thing like you need to be able to say sorry you are right 
this is not how I want to act. Sorry, I said that. I didn't mean that. It came out wrong. I meant this. Like you need to be able to repair uh, because we aren't perfect. And, you know, so should he. He should be able to also communicate his sorries and when he's done wrong. And if he can do that, that's really, really helpful in a relationship because being able to apologize to each other um, is part of the repairing process and part of coming together again. And something James also told me is like, you're not alone in this. Like I have a tendency to run away and a tendency to avoid situations sometimes. And I sit in my head and then I manifest the wrong things. Something that I really want you to feel is your present is also not your past. And past you needs to be able to let go. Because if you can't learn and let go, sometimes the relationship feels a bit harder than what it needs to be. You can both agree to disagree. You can both agree to move forwards with how you want to show up for each other in a relationship. Or you can fight each other. And that's not fun. So if you are in a relationship too and you want to grow with your human, you need to understand what works and what doesn't in in a relationship as in your partnership, your boundaries, his boundaries. You need to be able to say sorry. You need to own up to your own shit and compromise a bunch of other things. The key is communication. And when you both get clear on what you want for the relationship, it's a team effort and it's so much easier for you both. Now, where does manifesting go wrong? manifestation in the world of woo woo technically doesn't go wrong because everything you need and want and that you're ready for will present itself at the exact right time and that's learning to trust the universe that's all for me ladies if you love this episode and want a part two please let me know my dms at the female health show 